TikTok is getting squeezed. New Zealand and the UK are joining the TikTok ban when it comes to government devices. So if you work for the government, if you're one of those bureaucrats, one of those many thousands of bureaucrats in Wellington, um, you can't have TikTok on your phone. Sorry about it. Uh, Paul Stenhouse is our tech expert and he's here with the details. Hey, Paul. Yeah, uh, we need them working on solving these issues yes, in New Zealand. these intractable stuck issues. In a TikTok hole. Yeah, yeah. I, do you know, I just got TikTok. Did I tell you this? <laughs> well, no, you know how I'm always late to you trends? You've avoided everything else. I know, I, I know. It takes me like, I'm usually like, oh, if something's popular, I'll wait 10 years and then I'll jump on. <laughs> um, jump on the bandwagon. So, I, yeah, I recently got TikTok. Uh, I don't really go on it, but I just got it. So I'm giving what away all of, my, all of my videos? data for nothing, for no benefit. <laughs> yeah. Are you watching or are you making? Well, I, the, I got it with the intention to make, but um, right. I just haven't really made anything yet. Uh, yeah. yeah, I know I did actually. I made a I made a video for Q and A last week and put that online. But I tell you what, oh. nothing goes viral like earnest political coverage. <laughs> yeah, no, they need you need the guitar out. That's what's going to yeah, go big. Yeah, I don't know. I think that might be another part of my life, Paul. I'm not sure that anyone needs to see my my minstrel efforts anymore. Okay. But anyway, I mean, look, I'm allowed TikTok because I own my own phone. But if I was working for the government, then I wouldn't be allowed it. Yeah, a very, very, very um, select groups of government, I think, in New Zealand, too. I think it's the folks who are sort of in, like, the parliamentary-type sector. I think right. it's less than about 500 people. So oh. if you're working for, like, the Ministry of Transport, I think that's all okay. Um, but in the U.S., they're really trying to take it that next step, right? They're actually trying to not just ban it on government devices. They want to try to ban it outright. I do not wow. know how that would work, if it's going to be, like, a China Great, uh, great Firewall of China-type effort um but they really are trying they've actually yeah. said to tiktok's parent company so this company owns a whole bunch of apps that operate internationally but also in china mm. called bite dance and they have basically threatened tiktok or bite dance that if they don't spin it off then they're going to ban it in the united states again don't know what the parameters are how do you spin off this company yeah yeah. Can you have a different Chinese owner? Does that make it okay? Does it need to be, I don't know, not Chinese owned? Is yeah. it okay if it's owned by the Brits or Singapore or who knows? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what it comes down to, right? There's all this kind of strategic competition at the moment oh, yeah. um, between the US and China. So that's no doubt going to intensify. But only 500 or so in New Zealand can't have it. So that's um, fair enough. Hey, um, yeah. we've been talking a little bit over the last couple of weeks about chat GPT, which is this uh, AI platform that lots of people have been having a lot of fun with lately. And yes. anyway, it's all just taken another big step forward now. They've just launched chat GPT-4. Yeah. So we thought it was pretty powerful when it was chat GPT-3. It yeah. blew people's minds. It's sort of, when you look at the curve of adoption of technology, um, this kind of hit some very high levels very fast. Talk yeah. about the exponential hockey stick curve of people wanting to check this thing out. And that was just the entry level, if you will, Jack. Chat right. GPT-4 goes up another whole level. Um, you can now send it way more text, and you can even send it combinations of text and images, so photos of things or drawings and all sorts, and that it can interpret all of it. And it can even send you back more information. So some examples, right? Yeah. You could send it an entire report and ask for an executive summary. It will give it to you. You can, I don't know, get it to write you a cover letter. You can put your resume text there. You can ah. put the job ad, and it will tailor perfectly yeah. that cover letter for you. Yeah. How about taking a photo of your fridge? Hmm. 
what could I make? What, what, you know, what could I scrounge together here? It can give you recipes. Wow. This is how smart this thing's getting. Now, don't get me wrong. It still, as they say, hallucinates. It can still make up facts. Um, but it's getting really smart. And yeah. this chat GPT-4 is also coming. It was a big week. That was announced. And Microsoft announced that that same technology is coming to the office suite in a product called Copilot. Right. Okay. Think of yourself inside PowerPoint. Hey, I want to put together this proposal and this email chain and make it into a presentation. It can go away and it can do that mm. for you. Okay. Do that. Yeah. It's amazing. The eh? management consultants are terrified. <laughs> oh, I bet they are. Yeah. I'm, the thing one I keep on thinking about is university students. They're like, well, why bother, um, why bother writing an essay when you can get <laughs> chat GPT to do it in about three seconds? Thanks so much, Paul. Paul Stenhouse is, of course, our tech expert.